All right, join MSG Network immediately after Game 6 tonight for a full hour-long post-game show. MSG Hockey Analysts will break it down, and you'll get interviews from the locker room, all the stuff. That's MSG Network tonight right after Game 6, and that means uh, Joe Micheletti who joins us now. Joe, welcome. How are you? I'm great, Mike. Thank you. All right, Joe, here we are. First, give me a thought or two on the collapse in Game 5 before we move on to Game 6. I just, I just think they stopped playing, Mike. Uh, yeah, I, w- I went back and took a, a, a good look at from the point where Jimmy Vesey scored the goal, that uh, it took some time. They had to go to video review, of course, and they ended up making the, the, the right call on that, and the Rangers take the lead at 4-3 at that point. And from that point on, there were 7 minutes and 12 seconds remaining in the third period. From that point until the final goal was scored in overtime, the Rangers had just one shot on goal. And, and that was a shot from a bad angle by Tanner Glass. And so they stopped playing. And I think they, they recognized that in talking to the players yesterday. And uh, the overtime, the shots, I believe, were 6 nothing. The Rangers did hit the crossbar in one shot by uh, J.T. Miller, Mike. But, but, uh, but other than that, they, uh, they went from being a team that in games three and four uh, that didn't allow Ottawa to do anything with the puck. They didn't allow them to get going. They, they didn't allow any high-quality scoring chances against. They were two easy games for Henrik Lundqvist. Uh, to I, I think maybe being just a little bit complacent in going up to Ottawa because of the feeling not only, I think, throughout the team, but throughout most of the hockey world and watching those two games was that this series is over. The Rangers have control. They'll go up there, win game five, come back to Madison Square Garden, win game six, and move on. But so I, I think uh, when you hear the coach, Elaine Vigneault, start talking about, uh, you know, about half the team that didn't uh, have the type of performances that they needed, you know, that's just a way of saying not everybody was ready to play at the highest level that they had played at the previous two games. So, uh, and being around uh, their practice yesterday and talking to some of their players, uh, I think there was some frustration. I think they're a little mad at each other for uh, for for allowing that game to to slip away. And uh, and they, you know, basically to a man kept saying, you know, we know what we have to do. We know what we have to do. And there was no panic. They just said, we know we have how we have to play to win. So. Uh, execution will be uh, everything in game number six. Um, you know, Joe, in this series now, and I think you, I think everyone has that same thought that the Rangers just are the better team, but here we are. Um, if the Rangers win tonight, as everyone seems to think they will, they're going to have to go back and do something that hasn't been done the whole series, break through in game seven. That's very hard to do if you go back and look statistically in any sport. First of all, winning game seven is on the road hard. We know that. Secondly, in series where there's been no breakthroughs, it is very hard to break through for the first time in a series in the seventh game. I mean, that's even though the Rangers had a better team, I think everybody agrees. I know you feel that way. I think, I think most people agree with that. That's still a tough thing to do is break through in, in game seven when there hasn't been a break of service in the first six games of the series. I know I agree with you wholeheartedly, Mike. In fact, if you if you look back at those games, uh, maybe Game Two, where the Rangers, I thought for the most part, played a pretty solid game, but you know they gave up three three two goal leads in in that game and made you know four or five mistakes that ended up hurting them. You know that's that's one thing to be able to go on the road and, and play a good sixty minute game. Now it's a team, and we've talked about it. They had the most road wins of any team in the National Hockey League. So there's a, there's a comfort level with the way they play on the road. But that comfort, that comfort level hasn't, uh, hasn't surfaced, certainly, in this series yet. And here's the other thing, Mike, that's really 
that's really been, uh, in my estimation at least, uh, really strange. And we generally don't see this uh, in most playoff series where a, where a goalie on either team has actually won a game. You know what I mean? I mean, I know it's right. 3-2, but I'm talking, about, I'm talking about a goaltender putting in a kind of performance right. that at the end of it you say, boy, he was, he was really dominant. something. And yeah, they, he was yeah, dominant. He's dominant. Yeah. And, and uh, you look at the statistics for these two goaltenders, and, and, you know, there's one thing when you, you know, most coaches in the National Hockey League, they'll all tell you, if you've got a goaltender that has uh, a, or a team that's a team uh, save percentage, that's uh, most, most goaltenders, if, if you're playing well, your, your save percentage will be around 92%. And, uh, and most coaches will say, listen, if you have anything under 91 or even 90, for sure 90, there's no chance you're, you're going to win. And so here's the Ottawa Senators. And their goaltender, um, Craig Anderson, he's, he's got a he's got a save percentage of you know under eighty nine percent in the series, and yet they're up three games to two. And so you would think that we're down to it now that one of these goaltenders is going to have to have uh, one of those games that uh, that wins a game for his team. Is that going to happen tonight? Not sure. The Rangers have been real good in their last four games uh, in the playoffs at home. The numbers have been staggering, but. Uh, uh, it's been very unusual that neither of these goaltenders has played well enough to win a game. Uh, other than the goalie tonight, what guy do you have your eyes on for the Rangers? Like, who's a? Wh- wh- give me a guy that might be a key guy tonight who you look for in this game to kind of, if not lead the way, just make a difference. Well, I, I think the you know the the obvious one for the Rangers is, and he's been their heart and soul up front for most of the season, has been Matt Zuccarello. You know, they just there's a love affair uh, with the people in New York because of who he is and how he plays and and everything he brings to the table and his uh, do anything to win attitude. And he was, you know, he was one player that was extremely upset and uh, didn't really name any names. Was he was upset with the way the team played in game number five? So I think that's the obvious uh, the obvious one, Mike. But the other one I think is is uh, Derek Stepan. Uh, who hasn't really hasn't really gotten his game going in the playoffs yet? And he's you know he centers Rick Nash and Jimmy Vesey, and Jimmy Vesey's uh, you know has really stood out for for a kid. And Rick Nash was saying this morning, he said, "Listen, our line's got to generate you know more scoring chances. We're not getting enough scoring chances, and a lot of times it's the center iceman is the key on that uh, you know on leading your line to create more offense. And so uh, so Derek Stepan hasn't had the the type of playoffs that uh, that he's capable of and that he's had in the past. And so I would think that if he elevates his game to a level where he's, he's much more effective, then I think uh, the Rangers have a better chance to win. Talking with Joe Micheletti. Uh, Joe, if I go back to these games that the Rangers have blown in the final minutes, uh, obviously with the extra man on a couple times, and I'm not sure if the extra man was on every time. He, you know, It might have been at least two or the three. There's three games where they, they're pronounced. Yeah, three times. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't know if the extra man was on each of the three times. He might have been. But the point is, if I go back and review this, and I look at the breakdowns, am I going to see the same issue every time, or is it a different thing that's biting them at the end of these games, or is it fluky and there's no explanation, or are they breaking down some way structurally at the end of these games? I think it's a combination, Mike. I think if you go back to game five, the uh, the goal that ended up uh, tying the game, that Broussard got credit for it, 
when he knocked it out of midair, but after knocking it out of midair, it deflected off stall, then it deflected off Tanner Glass, and then it deflected off the skate of uh, of Brendan Smith, and the, the puck might have rolled wide. It was it would have been close, but, you know, so you can say, okay, that was a little fluky, but I, I think... You know the one the one thing that stands out with those is that, uh, and it's something I mentioned a little bit earlier. When the Rangers are defending at their best, you know they're they're putting pressure on the puck carrier. They're not they're not allowing uh, a lot of time and space to make plays. You go back to that game that game time goal in Game Five, and arguably one of the best players in the world, and it's been a heroic type performance for Eric Carlson on defense for for Ottawa. There's very few players that can make that make that play he made that led to that tying goal. Uh, and to me, I think you still have to keep pressuring him, even though you're you're uh, you're you know the other the opposition's got the extra guy on the ice. Uh, when you give the best players in the world time to accomplish something, most times they're going to get it done. And so I, I just think that uh, they've so you been want a to move them. You want to move them, or at least may have them under control. Yeah, well, at least yeah. at least force them to do something. Gotcha. You know, don't don't allow them to stand there and then skate with it and look around and allow other players to get in the open because because these guys are too good. And then, again, the pass that Eric Carlson made was uh, you know over two sticks right on the stick of someone else. If he doesn't have quite as much time, he may not be able to make that. Uh, so I I just think that they have to stay aggressive. I mean, that was, to me the thing that was re- really noticeable. Uh, in that, uh, from the time VZ scored to the end of the game, is that is that Ottawa they carried the puck up the ice, they carried the puck over the Rangers blue line, they had control of the puck, and the Rangers were backing in. They were just a little bit too passive. And I talked to some of the players about this yesterday, Mike, and he says, you know, you know, these guys, a few of them were saying, you know, you, sometimes you just don't realize that you're doing it, which is which is true. I mean, there's pressure, right? There's uh, uh, you know the playoffs and all and all that, and sometimes you don't realize that you're just you know, you're just taking a step back a little bit as opposed to staying, the, uh, staying and playing the type of uh, of hockey that's that's uh, that's that's made it uh, made it successful for your team. So, uh, I, I would think more than anything, they're gonna they're gonna try and, and play a 60 minute high pressure game and and uh, and a puck control game. You think this Ranger team is more baffled, more angry? What would they be about with the fact that they're down 3-2 to this team? I bet you they probably, to a man, think they're better than this team. Not to be disrespectful, that they just think they're better. Uh, are, they, are they just angry? Are they baffled? Are they, uh, what, what do you think the mood is of this team as they get ready, knowing now they have to win back-to-back games to advance? I don't, I don't think they're baffled. I think they know exactly what they didn't do to be in this situation. I think they're angry. And this is a team that's led for all of all of but uh, about 13 minutes in the series. You know they've been ahead yep. for all but 13 minutes. They've scored the first goal of all five games. And when you do that in the National Hockey League, your your winning percentage is much higher. And so they've scored the first goal. They've been ahead almost the entire series, uh, but they've blown those two goal leads and they've they've allowed uh, they've allowed uh, those late goals. And, uh, and, and for, for Ottawa, I mean, they've, you know, they've, they've won, they've won overtime games in the playoffs. So I think more than anything, Mike, they, they know what they, what they didn't do. And I think they're upset that they let it happen. Is this Ranger team healthy? Is it beat up? Is it healthy? Where is it right now? Both. You know, I mean, it's, you know, they've got, you know, they're going to play their guys that if, that if, uh, uh, if the playoffs was starting today, Mike, 
that would be in the lineup. But at this at this point in the uh, playoffs, <clears throat> excuse me, there's very few teams that are healthy. I gotcha. mean, they're they're beat up just like Ottawa. Ottawa's got some. You know, we've talked about Carlson, but right. they've got a He's definitely a in pain of, a lot, you can tell. Oh, it's, yeah. it's an unbelievable performance. I mean, unbelievable. I, you, see really him on, you see him over on the bench just, you know, cringing with, in pain yeah. over there, you know? And, and that's another thing that, uh, that the Rangers are upset that they didn't do in Game 5, which they did in Games 3 and 4, is hit him. And I think, I think when you're watching tonight, uh, they're going to try and finish their checks every opportunity they get on Eric Carlson because they he played thirty one just over thirty one minutes in in uh, in game number five uh, more than anybody else on the ice had three assists in the game as I mentioned they gave him a little bit too much room at times so I think they're going to get back to try and uh, you know hit him as much as they possibly can to slow him down. Uh, uh, so you feel you know you've been pretty on with this about them being confident at home and like that that they you feel confident they'll win Game Six. I, I do, Mike. I think they've got to execute, and if they if they say if they do what they say, then they'll win. And uh, but there's always you know how it is. You get down to this to this position that they're in now, and you basically run out of room for error. Right? I mean you you've got to have a goalie that comes up with a performance. Uh, and so Henrik Lundqvist is going to have to do that, and they're going to have to get back to playing the the style that they know can can beat this team, which uh, everyone saw in games three and four. And uh, I, I still like their depth, both uh, front and on defense. And uh, but you know it comes down to and, and who knows what kind of breaks you have. You know there's always officiating, there's always goaltending, there's penalties, all that kind of thing. But I think that uh, the, at least the feeling that I get, Mike is that it's a group that feels really confident about what they have to do to win and get it get it to a Game 7. Uh, talking with Joe McLeod, all right, uh, and we will obviously chat before the Game 7, but give me a thought on this uh, Pittsburgh-Washington series, where it is right now, where these big players are right now as far as you know where they are in carrying their teams. Uh, been a weird series for those guys. How about the Caps and how about the Penguins? How about where Sid is and where Ovechkin is? And what do you think about Game 7? Uh, something happened with, uh, with Washington after the second period of, uh, of Game number 5 because now they have played four consecutive periods of their best hockey of the playoffs. And they didn't have that before. And I know Barry Trotz, the head coach in Washington, uh, when asked a question about, you know, the thought process after they were down three games to one in the series, and he mentioned, you know, they finally they just, they just had a discussion amongst the team and said, go out and enjoy this. Start having some fun and quit, quit worrying about what everybody's saying and choking and all that kind of thing. Just go play. And and that's what they've done. I mean, they they put on that performance they put on last night, uh, and taking a Pittsburgh team that is so fast and so quick, and the way they move the puck up and down the ice, and they basically slowed them down. And and that was a, a marvelous defensive performance. And the other thing is when you talk about big players, Mike, uh, their goaltender in the last couple games has has finally started to look like the goaltender that is up for the Vesna trophy as the, as the league's best goaltender. He had not played all that well in the playoffs right up until that time, but he's now come up with, he didn't have to do much last night, but his, uh, his performance in game number five was, was, uh, was very good. Braden Holpe. 
And uh, you know what? I, I went with Pittsburgh on your show. Yep. And I, <laughs> I got to stay with them. But I will say this: I, I don't believe that momentum well, well, changes well, Sid, between kid, games. Sid is not healthy. Number one, right? He's hurting. There's no question, right? He's right. not healthy. And it, right. and Washington, which has had a weird series from Ovechkin, right? He's had a strange series, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, he he's had a couple of real bad games, right? And uh, but he's been better. They moved him to a different line, right? They put him with a third line center. And they're trying to balance things out, and so. Uh, but they're getting performances. He was uh, he was pretty good last night, and he scored a big goal. In so you think five. they might have found the secret, and they might get through the game seven, huh? I think I think what's happened, Mike, is this. And again, I, I'm not a I'm not a believer in, in in momentum from game to game. I am during the course of a game where it changes quickly. But I think what's happened with these two teams is that now Washington has erased some of their own doubts and now think that they've got the formula to uh, to win and i think what's happened with pittsburgh is that uh, is that washington has put a few doubts in their minds about their ability to win so uh that might be you know that might be the edge but i'll tell you what washington better be they better not be too overconfident because uh, this Pittsburgh team Washington has, a, lot of has pride. a block as a team. You know, it takes sometimes it takes sometimes teams never get over it, and sometimes a team like that goes on and wins a couple of titles if they do get past it. It just seems like Washington's got some kind of block that they can't get past. Yeah, you're right, Mike. I mean, and they and there's no question that they're a better team this year than uh, than in years past with the depth and the players they've added, and they made a big trade at the deadline and gave up a first round pick and a real good prospect to get a to get uh, get a player that's going to be an unrestricted free agent. So they're I mean they're putting it all on the line here. But it, it and it's hard to imagine, isn't it, with a player like Alex Ovechkin, over five hundred goals in his career, he's going to the Hall of Fame and he's never been past the second round of the playoffs. I mean it's really hard hard to believe that uh, with the type of player he is that that uh, that they haven't been past that, and you know we know it takes more than one player, and they've had a lot of good players, but uh, you know it's, it's like I told you in that first series, there just there seemed to be something missing, but maybe now in these last four periods of hockey, where they had to come back against Pittsburgh, they trailed Pittsburgh two one going into the third period of Game Five, and Pittsburgh generally doesn't lose those games. Well, Washington came back and found a way to win to stay alive, and then the performance they put on last night. I think has uh, given them a new uh, a new sense of, of confidence and uh, that they can win. So it'll it'll be a heck of a game. Really Thank, well. Thanks. We'll tra- we'll chat uh, before game seven on uh, Thursday if there is one. Very good. Okay, thanks, Mike. Thanks, Joe. Joe Thank McAlitty, you. Back after this.